Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. As Parliament begins tomorrow, new session, the Parliamentary Ethics Committee meets on Tuesday and uh, Justin Trudeau's $9,300 per night vacation lodgings donated by a friend is on the agenda. And Interim Conflict of Interest and Ethics Commissioner Conrad von Finkenstein is going to testify. Now, Democracy Watch writes von Finkenstein as one of the worst enforcement records, and Democracy Watch adds he has buried eight ethics complaints, including about Prime Minister Trudeau, and gutted three creaky rules. Is he the lapdog Trudeau has been trying to get as ethics commissioner? Now, we've talked about this, and it's a very significant issue. The ethics commissioner's position is extremely significant in our parliamentary reality. And we don't want a lapdog, and we don't want an ethics commissioner who's appointed by the prime minister because parliamentary law requires the opposition parties to be engaged. Duff Conacher is the co-founder of Democracy Watch. He's a lawyer and author, and he joins us on The Roy Green Show. So, Duff, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Um, the ethics commissioner meets, uh, the, the committee rather, meets tomorrow or Tuesday about Trudeau's Jamaican vacation. And Von Finkenstein, the interim ethics commissioner, will appear. In what capacity? Uh, he will be there to answer questions about uh, essentially what Trudeau or the prime minister's office told him about the trip to Jamaica. Because there are uh, different versions. And the, the prime minister's office admitted that initially they told the interim ethics commissioner that Trudeau would be paying for the trip. And then... They corrected that after the National Post uh, reported, based on freelance reporter Glenn McGregor, uh, that uh, digging a bit and finding out that no, in fact, they were staying for free at uh, this family, uh, this resort owned by uh, family friends of the Trudeau family. And uh, then they changed the story again, said they were just staying at friends, not at a resort. So uh, we need to know. And the ethics interim ethics commissioner should have already disclosed the communications between the PMO and the commissioner's office uh, in terms of uh, what he was told and when he was told it. Um, and hopefully they'll also grill him on the issue of how he was appointed, how he was handpicked in secret by the Trudeau cabinet, and also his enforcement record on, on other issues. Uh, as you mentioned, he's cleared away eight complaints that were sitting there for him when he was first appointed at the end of August. So let's get at that. So we have this interim ethics commissioner who's appointed by the prime minister, which is not the way it's supposed to happen, but it's the way it happened well, with... It is, it, it is for the interim position, and that's why it's so dangerous. This guy is on six-month contracts, and what does he know? Well, to get the contract renewed, you got to please the prime minister, because the prime minister gets to choose an interim commissioner alone. But for appointing an ethics commissioner for seven-year term, 
he is supposed to consult with the opposition party leaders. And back in 2016, 2017... I was going to ask you, how much, how much consultation was done in 2016 when Mario Dion became the ethics commissioner? Yeah, 2017, actually, it was. Um, what he did with both the ethics commissioner and commissioner of lobbying positions, as you mentioned, very important watchdogs over key rules that really protect our democracy and ensure democratic good government. With both of those positions, Trudeau sent one name to the opposition leaders, Mario Dion for ethics commissioner and uh, Nancy Boulanger for commissioner of lobbying and said, we're appointing these people in seven days. Tell us your thoughts. I mean, it was dictation. It wasn't consultation. And uh, we went to court over that. And unfortunately the courts rolled over and uh, allowed it. Um, they shouldn't have allowed it. It wasn't consultation. And the opposition parties have to push this time for real consultation and they better start pushing now because they're, Trudeau's already playing games by appointing an interim commissioner and pretending like there's no qualified candidates for ethics commissioner position. And it looks like he wants to install Conrad von Finkenstein. And if he did, it would dangerously undermine federal ethics standards for the next seven years because this guy is a dedicated lapdog. Duff, tell us about the eight ethics complaints or the most significant of those eight ethics complaints the Democracy Watch says he, well, he buried. Well, we only know about two of them because he's hiding the other six. Uh, but he did testify in September that he had eight outstanding. And then in October, he testified again before the ethics committee. And, and he said, I've cleared them away. Uh, there may be some others that have since October that he's cleared away as well. All we know is there's no findings of anyone uh, being found guilty on his website, which means that he let everyone off. We know there were 11 people involved. Um, two of the complaints were complaints that Democracy Watch filed, and so we received rulings from him. The first one was he said it's fine for Trudeau to have appointed his family friend David Johnston to investigate Trudeau uh, when he appointed him special rapporteur into foreign interference last spring. I mean, that's just ridiculous to say that it's fine for Trudeau. And not only did he say that, it's fine, he said he, it's fine for Trudeau to appoint anyone he wants to any government position because he has a royal prerogative to be able to do that. And that sets a precedent that says anyone in cabinet, prime minister can appoint anybody they want, family, friends, to any government position. I mean, it's a very dangerous precedent. It's also wrong. He doesn't have that prerogative. He has to uh, comply with the conflict of interest act. And he had a clear conflict of interest when appointing his family friend, David Johnston to investigate him. Trudeau did. And so it's, it's, just one, I, I suspect the other six complaints that are still secret are just as bad. The second one we received was uh, Natural Resources Minister Jonathan Wilkinson. He used to do work as a consultant for tech industries. He's been lobbied by tech industries six times. His wife is invested in a couple of financial institutions that are major investors in tech industries. And he's not even going to look at whether Jonathan Wilkinson has been trying to further tech uh, limited uh, private interests in a key decision uh, in terms of whether there'll be an investigation of pollution by tech out in BC. And so that's just another instance where there's enough there to investigate. If you're turning it away, you won't even look at it and examine it closely. You're just, you're just essentially saying I'm a lapdog and I'll roll over on any situation and let the people off. And that's of course what Trudeau wants. He wants a lapdog there for the, through to the next election so that no liberal will be found guilty of violating the ethics rules again before the, the next federal election.
Yeah. We can't have a lap dog in that position. We no. need a strong, strict watchdog with teeth. Duff Conacher, co-founder of Democracy Watch, he's a lawyer and author, uh, is with us on the issue of the Parliamentary Ethics Commissioner, which is a great gig, eh, uh, Duff, 230K a year? Yes, for seven years, if you get appointed for a seven-year term, and you don't have to do much. You just roll over and roll over and roll over and so, uh, keep your job. So are you concerned, so the Commissioner, von Finkenstein, interim Commissioner, is going to be testifying at the Ethics Committee on Tuesday in Parliament. Do you have concerns that any of the political parties will perhaps be not so interested in pushing hard to make sure that he does his job or he doesn't get the permanent position? Or do you think any of the political parties will say, well, it could be to our benefit if we don't push the ethics commissioner too hard and he rolls over for everybody? Yeah, we don't know exactly, but there is a bit of question about what uh, Michael Barrett said in response to uh, us raising questions about this appointment process. He's the conservative, conservative critic. Yeah, conservative critic and MP on the Ethics Committee for the Conservatives. Last September, he said there's been no consultation on the Ethics Commissioner appointment by the Trudeau cabinet, even though the deadline for applying was last May 23rd. So here we are eight months later and still nothing from the cabinet. I mean, really, nobody qualified, applied? It doesn't take eight months to then go through the vetting process to, to appoint someone. So, Mr. Trudeau, so, you yeah, told us... a week ago, Michael Barrett said, the appointment process is fine. The problem is it's the wrong party running it, and we just need a change in government. Now, that might have been just a throwaway line because the Conservatives are, of course, calling for a change in government. They want to win the next election. So we'll see on Tuesday whether he questions uh, Von Finkenstein very closely about his enforcement record and about the appointment process. Because right now yeah. it's in favor of the ruling party and it really shouldn't be. Yeah. You also wrote to me in an email that I read on the air a couple of weeks ago that MPs don't necessarily have to be truthful to the ethics commissioner under specific circumstances. Remind us what they are. Yeah, when you're disclosing your financial assets and liabilities to the ethics commissioner as an MP, your cabinet minister, or government official, you do have to tell the truth. As finance minister Bill Morneau learned, a former finance minister, when he neglected to mention that he owned a villa in the south of France on his assets list of assets. But when you're disclosing gifts like the trip to Jamaica, you don't have to tell the truth. You can seek advice from the commissioner without telling the commissioner the whole truth. And then you really shouldn't claim that the commissioner's cleared you, like Trudeau has, because the commissioner can't clear anybody without doing a full investigation, knowing all the facts, knowing whether the person who gave you the gift has any dealings with the government, which would make the, the gift uh, uh, illegal because you can't accept gifts to be seen to influence you. So, uh, yeah, there's just so many questions about um, what this interim ethics commissioner has done on the job, and hopefully MPs will grill him on Tuesday about everything, not just about the uh, Jamaica trip, because there's a lot of questions, and his term is up the end of this month, and he really shouldn't be appointed even for another six-month term, because yeah. he has not only issued eight rulings clearing everybody, mostly likely the, the rulings are about Trudeau cabinet ministers, but also he's, he's gutted three key rules. He has actually said... This is one of the biggest ones. He's actually said that it's fine for top government officials and staff, staff of cabinet ministers 
to own $60,000 of shares in businesses, even if they make decisions about those businesses and about laws that affect those businesses. I mean, that's one of the most serious conflicts of interest you could be in, a direct financial conflict where you could profit from your decisions. And he said, that's okay. (laughs) It's just incredible. It's, it's, It's alarming. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 